Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, TNMP episode 58. Hoping you guys are having an amazing week. Again, you know, December, Christmas, you know, I almost said rain is falling. That that wouldn't have been the right uh, reference there. Uh, but I hope you guys are, are having a great day in general. Ask me any questions you have on IG as well as if you're listening on Apple Podcast. I would really appreciate if you could leave a little bit of a review there. So go leave me a bit of a review. The reviews are drying up, people. Leave a little bit of a review. I really would appreciate that. Also, this show is sponsored by Wealth Simple. So honored. So, so honored to be partnering with them. I'm such a big fan and I always recommend them for new and experienced investors alike. The interface and navigation are incredible. They have several products, but two of my favorite are Wealth Simple Trade and Wealth Simple Invest. Wealth Simple Trade is a commission-free platform where you can buy stocks and ETFs free of charge. Wealth Simple Invest is a robo-advisor where they do all the work for you. You just have to put the money in. Check out the show notes for links to get started with either one. I highly recommend it. Also, shout out to Grit Labs, which is a group fitness boot camp style training in Burlington, Ontario. The energy, the intensity are nothing like I've ever experienced. And I love it just because of the vibes. And, um, you know, it really feels like family down there. I encourage you guys to try out their one week free trial at www.gritlabs.ca, um, where you can also you can just check out my show notes for the link as well. OK, so today I had the chance to interview Carissa Wampler, who is a uh, psychology content creator on uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. She's everywhere. Uh, she's got insanely valuable content, and she talks about some of it today. Really great stuff on goal setting, vision, you know, how your mind works and how uh, how powerful it is to understand how the human mind works. I, again, very interesting um content that you can learn a lot from and apply to your daily life and, and she gets into it again uh, so without further ado let's just dive on into it baby carissa how's it going going good how are you doing good 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 thank you so much for coming on the show yeah thanks for having me I'm happy to be here Really quick, firstly, like, how are you? I mean, it's a crazy time. Um, you know, you're, you're in Florida, you're in the United States. It's it's um, it's it's hectic down there as it is everywhere else in the world. Kind of just, you know, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I mean, thank goodness I can work from home right now. Um, I'm really enjoying poking at a lot of content. It's still very new to me. Um, I'm learning how to deal with it as it comes. You know, like I said, it's very new to me. Um, I'm not necessarily used to all the hate and criticism, but that's super fun mentally to get used to. Um, but as for just like life, the pandemic and everything, I think everybody's just doing the best they can with what they have. And I mean, if anything, it's a great time to really learn to appreciate your family, the places that you are, nature, be outside instead of with people. And I think with any struggle like the pandemic, there's great opportunities to get used to life the way it should be instead of just, you know, being out all the time, you know, getting to enjoy nature, be with your family. There's a lot of opportunity that comes with challenges too. Right, right, right. hundred percent, hundred percent. So kind of just tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, um, you know, humble beginnings, you know what I mean? Like crazy stuff. I know you said you're just getting started, but kind of just tell us a little bit about who you are and, and we'll kind of just get into it. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up between Florida and Indiana. I spent several years in Florida, moved to the Midwest. And then recently I've moved back to South Florida. Um, so I, I guess you could say I had a couple rough years, like growing up, I went through a lot. Um, but because of that, I learned a lot emotionally and relationally with other people. And so although I had a, like a few, you know, rough years, it really benefited me. And 
recently I've had the opportunity to kind of throw that all into a platform and put that to use. So um, even though I had a couple of rough years, I found a way to kind of take everything that I learned in my growing up years and then combine that with the things that I learned when I was in that transition process from becoming a young adult to a fully functioning adult. Try, and I tried to kind of, instead of just hoard that information to myself, find a way to write that down on paper. Um, and once well, I was working full-time and then I decided to quit my full-time job, I got into content creation um, and I had the opportunity to take all the information that I've learned that I had written down and kind of compose that into content. And so now what I do, I basically created a platform along with my Instagram, regular social media platforms, but I've been using TikTok. And basically what I do as a quote unquote influencer, if that's what you want to call it, I basically take that content. And then I'm also a full-time um, college psychology student. Um, I study psychology and business. So I kind of combined everything that I do and put it into content and teach young adults how to kind of use that information to work smarter not necessarily harder that's awesome that's awesome and that's a lot of that stuff is is, is what i try to do on this show is, is try to get the good information uh that's out there and and kind of just relate it in a, in a super um enjoyable way and i, I your, your videos and your other type of content are super entertaining like it's very just easy to watch you know if i was watching some of your stuff i was getting inspired like i was like man like i gotta go i gotta Thank work on, i gotta go work on my like three-year vision like i swear to god like i was like i'm, I'm you know what i need to get on that because it was literally something I was meaning to do. And I was like, just scrolling. I was like, man, I got to go. So, you know, I love to see uh, other young adults, you know, spreading that message. So kind of take me through like what that like first moment was when you're like, okay, like I want to start, like, how did you start? Did you start on a specific platform? Did you, did you just go into TikTok? How, how long have you been creating content? And like, was it easy? Was it tough in the beginning? Kind of just, just walk me through your like uh, creation strategy. Yeah. So I've always used social Social media, social media wasn't anything that was new to me, um, but I was not by any means creating like meaningful content. It was just more my life, just me as a person, but not necessarily as a brand. Um, and I would say probably about five, maybe six months ago, I got really serious into TikTok. Um, before that I had made like silly videos, nothing serious, just like, again, like a personal account just attached to me. Um, but not by any means like a business or a brand. Um, and I guess if you want to know like the process of how that kind of came to be, um, it actually started when I quit my job, I was in the process of looking for a new job and I kind of got like this inspiration. I was talking to my now fiance, um, at the time, I think we were just dating, but he was like, you know, you could always try content creation. You have always wanted to try it. Like this is a good experimental period where you could just like kind of see how it works. Like if you want to like try it out, I was like, okay. And he's like, but if you want to do that, you should try to see if there's a way you can do it where you can get paid for it. I was like, okay. And I knew the TikTok creator fund was a thing. So I was like, okay, might as well just apply for it. See how it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, well, like you never know what could happen. Um, and I always studied psychology just in my spare time because I loved it. Um, but at the time, I was actually a business student. Ironically, I wasn't studying psychology, but I just did a lot of independent study, which is where most of my knowledge came from in that area. But so I kind of compiled on my own time before I had ever even considered the content creation. I compiled a list of all of the most important things that I had learned over the last like three, four years or so, because the last three or four years were such a developmental process for me. 
Um, and I think when you're in that stage of becoming like, you know, your late teens to young adult years, it's a, such a weird transition phase because a lot of people go from living with their parents, living in school to living on their own. And it's kind of weird to find a balance in that time. So I kind of took everything I learned, um, and compiled this list of like 30 or so things. And that actually somehow I just had a switch flip in my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, like this would make amazing content if I were a content creator. Um, and I think that's what really like started me off in the first place. I just took that list. I just numbered it and I went down the list and I started, I think I just picked my top 20 and I started this random series. I was like 20 things that you should know before you turn 20 years old. Um, just because it was so valuable to me. And I was like, maybe I should just like, even if it's only for a few thousand people, I can just, you know, send this out, see how it does. And the first video that I posted ended up getting like 3 million views. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, how did that even happen? Like, I have no following at all. And everybody's like, oh, please keep posting. This is such good information. Like, we want to hear more. Like, please post the full series. I was like, okay. And um, it kind of took off from there. I started posting life advice and people, you know, when I started experimenting with the psychology side of things, people were just fascinated by it. Um, and so after that, I got a, like a lot more passionate about it because I saw the way that it was helping people. Um, and you know, after that, I just kind of went full force into it and I've been doing it ever since. That's amazing. So when did you realize, like, I mean, (laughs) 3 million right off the bat, like that's insane. Um, when did you realize that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, when did you realize that you're like, okay, like I might be, I might dedicate my life to this. I might just like drop everything and just do like, I don't know if that's what you're even planning on doing, but like you have that kind of audience now, like you've almost got a million followers. You know what I mean? That you, and I, you know, I saw that you were doing some, some entrepreneurial things. So, you know, kind of walk me through your sort of grand plan. If, if there, uh, if there is one, if there isn't, that's totally cool too. Um, with, with your content, with, uh, you know, making, monetizing that, creating a business around that, et cetera. Uh, kind of just walk me through that. Yeah. So, the feeling, I think, I think I knew that it was something that I wanted to do, um, early on. I always just had a feeling like I want to be this influential person. I, you know, I have ties to a lot of influential people. I was like, I just would love to have the type of life where I can be a voice to younger people and impact them in a positive light. Um, whether that's through social media, just being like a teacher, um, being a counselor, a mentor to a young girl, whatever it is, whether it's a large platform or not, that was always something that I really wanted. Um, and I really aspired to do, but, um, yeah, I think when I really like knew that it had potential was when that first life advice video went viral. And I, it was a different feeling because I had had videos go viral before. Um, that wasn't new to me, but this was the first time that I had had something go viral that was meaningful content to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was content that could potentially really help somebody down the road who may have been in the shoes that I was in a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Um, and that was a completely different feeling. And I think for me, that was when I kind of knew I was like, Oh, like I have the potential with this platform to change lives. And I have the potential to really educate people and help younger people that maybe in my shoes three years ago. And I think when that switch kind of flipped in my brain, it was like, okay, game on, like I'm all for this. Um, and then the grand plan, I guess, in an entrepreneurial sense or just a life sense, 
it's, it's so hard to say, you know, because I don't even, nobody knows what's going to happen in the next year, let alone five, 10 years. But if I had to guess, I mean, obviously I have my goal board. That's how you got in contact with me. So I have like my three to five year goals planned out, but I would say in the long term, I'd really love to be the person that is able to write a course, whether it's, you know, those 20 things you need to know before you turn 20 series. I want to be somebody that has the potential to teach that like uncommon common sense to younger people, because that's really important to me. And I think there's so many things that in that stage of your life, you're just expected to know. People expect you to know about credit. They expect you to know how to pay your bills. They expect you to know how Mm -hmm. to get a loan for a car or a house and just do that stuff by yourself. And nobody Mm -hmm. really teaches you that. And whether it's for finance, relationships, communication, you know, in every aspect, there's things that you're just expected to know as a young adult, but nobody really teaches you. So I would love to turn myself into the person, whether that's through writing a course, being a full-time video coach, being a full-time life coach, whatever that is, I would love Mm -hmm. to be a woman that can go in and be the educator for that uncommon common sense, if that makes sense. So I would say in the next, you know, 10 years or so, I could definitely see myself being a large scale like speaker or a teacher, somebody that goes as an educator. Love that. I absolutely love that. Uncommon common sense, man. I I, I love that. And it's so true because, you know, it, it it's everybody has everybody has an idea that they should know certain things you, me, everybody knows that there's certain things in life that people should just be taught. Like that's why whenever, like with, with financial literacy in particular, like you, you sort of touched on a few of them. It's one of those things where it's like, I, I, I really don't blame people. I really don't like, I, I'm not like, you know, what's, first of all, it's, it's not practical at all to be like, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, why are you spending so much? Like whatever. It's like people weren't taught how to prioritize things with their spending. People weren't taught how to pay their bills. Like you said, people weren't taught uh, how to budget, how to invest. Investing is, is one of the scariest. Like if I wasn't into money and I looked at the stock market, I'd be shitting my pants. You know what I mean? Because, because there's, there's, there's no, there's nobody saying, Oh, this is actually what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the same thing. And I like, I, a lot of that resonates. You talk sort of uh, about, you know, you, you had a few rough years and things like that. Um, do you think that a lot of that purpose, a lot of that drive to, to help others is, is because, you know, you want to, it's almost as if you see them in your situation, you, and you want to, uh, to help them and and kind of give back in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and something that I live by is thinking that whatever the pain might be in your story could just be the key to unlocking, you know, the chains that are holding up somebody else down the road. Um, and I think when you look at it that way, whatever you're struggling with in life suddenly becomes a lot less weight to bear because you know that whatever it is that you're struggling is going to help somebody else later. Um, and I think that makes any pain or any struggle worth it because you know that whatever you're going through is going to be valuable in a couple of years. Um, and so for me, knowing that whatever I went through, it might just be the thing that can help a young girl who looks up to me now and makes everything worth it. Right. hundred percent. And that, that's, that's very, very noble. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, it's really hard for people to, 
set up a vision for themselves, set up a goal, have aspirations when, when there's, there might be a lot of negativity in their life. Right. And, and for you to, for you to be that light in their life, so to speak, and, and to help them sort of see these sort of things. I know in one of your, one of your videos, you, you talked about how, you know, literally putting pen to paper and, and writing, I think, I believe it was, <laughs> you put pen to paper and then you write it as if it's, it's past tense, like it happened already. And, and you kind of just live in that moment. And, Again, that uncommon common sense, like it's like, okay, that really makes you embody that. It makes you feel that it makes you like you takes you to the future kind of thing. Um, kind of, kind of walk me through how you, how you spread that sort of message of, of, of vision and, and goal setting, um, and, and how, uh, it, it's resonated with your audience. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like you said, I had that first video that went viral about goal setting. Basically, what I said in the video was that I learned from a professor of mine in a leadership organizational, um, sorry, in a leadership organizational class. We talked about goal setting and a proper way to do it. Um, and the way that it was taught to me in that course was that anytime, first of all, that you put your goals, like you said, pen to paper, that goal is already 43% more likely to be achieved by you just because you wrote it down and made it a realistic goal for yourself. Um, so that's something that I'm a firm believer in is writing down your goals just because of the statistics. I mean, you can't argue with statistics it's just, it is what it is. Um, and granted with this goal setting process, this isn't something like, oh, I'm going to meet Ashton Kutcher on a plane. It's things that are fully in your control. You know, like, um, I want to have this much invested in the next few years, or I want to have this much in my savings account. I'd like to have a stable job by 2021, whatever that goal may be for you. Um, so once you have that realistic goal set down on paper, the second step is to, you know, add a timeline to the goal and then rephrase it. So if you have the goal written down as I want to have a steady job by 2021, you have that timeline, then you go back and actually rephrase the goal and add a gratitude. So it then turns into, I am so grateful that by 2021, I have a stable job. Um, and it's, it almost rewires your brain because the truth is you're going to work towards what it is that you feel like you deserve. Um, and, you know, some people work towards a bedroom with, you know, just a roof over your head there. They don't need much, but they know that, you know, as long as I have like a one bedroom house with myself and my spouse, like I'll be happy. But then there's other people who have this drive to like, I will not be happy until I'm the CEO of my own business. I will not be happy until I accomplish this, this, and this, but everybody has different goals and that's awesome. And that's fine. But the thing is, you are going to work towards whatever that level of goal setting is that you feel like you deserve. And you're not going to stop working necessarily until you get what you feel you deserve. Because if your goal is only to have, you know, a one bedroom house and $10,000 in your savings, you're going to work until you get that. But what's the point of working past that if that's what you feel like you deserve? It's just kind of mm. common sense if you think about it. Mm. But you're going to work, your work, I guess, is going to align with your level of drive and your goals, um, which is why mm. it's so helpful to have your goals, you know, written out. But when you rewrite it to have that gratitude and you kind of have that mindset of, okay, like this is the time frame that I'm going to be in and I'm going to work towards this. But now that you have it written down in that present tense, you're kind of already preparing your mind to accept that. So it's really all coming back to psychology now of like, okay, 
I am, you know, resonating in my brain that I'm going to work this hard to reach this goal by this time. And I already see myself, I'm already visualizing myself being successful in this in the future, you know, a year down the road. And you're already kind of mentally preparing yourself for that, visualizing that. And it makes you all the more likely to work towards it. And then the third step, the first one, you know, writing the goal down on paper, the second one, rephrasing it, the timeline and the gratitude. Then you get into the third step of putting that goal up somewhere where you can see it every day, like this goal board. That's why I have it pasted on my wall is because every day I get out of bed and I look at those goals when I wake up and then I look at them again before I go to sleep and it just replays them in your mind. So you're just used to seeing them, you know, you accept that in your mind that these are the things I'm going to work towards. So it's kind of a three-step process, but I think it's so important because the more effort you put into it, the more likely you are to get there. That's that's awesome. And that's, you know what? That's a great, great build on like, I think I'm gonna literally put my goals up in front. Like I know that like that repetition and seeing it and living it and embodying it, you know, I, I try to do that in my, you know, journaling and things like that. But I think I literally need to physically put it in my room because I'm such an environmental guy. Like I definitely believe that your environment really, um, you know, is, is a key factor in your habits and, um, you know, your exposure. And, and I think that's, that's, that's awesome. One of the things you know, that I hear sometimes is that people say they don't know what their goals are, right? They say like, well, I don't know what I want. And I don't, you know, like, I don't know what I aspire for. What do you, what's your answer to, to a question like that? Like, how do you, do you like, how, what, what advice do you have for people who don't necessarily know what they want? Yeah. So to me, I think a big part of the root of not knowing what your goals are all comes back to not necessarily knowing yourself and who you are. Um, and I can definitely say in my experience that played a big part into my goal setting was that it took a long time. It took several years for me to understand who I was and what I wanted. And it all came down to, for me, writing out an actual physical mission statement for my life. And if you look at like a company, you can almost think of yourself as like a business of one, okay? Take the money out of it, everything, like your soul, your life, just who you are, consider that to be a business of one. And even though you're not running your life as a business, you can still have that kind of vision or mission statement necessarily. So to me, I mean... I don't have it in front of me, but it just includes, you know, empowering people, um, educating people, empowering them through education. Um, and I have the holding thing I'd have to go find it, but <laughs> long story short, it's just, I have that vision written out for my life now, of what it is that I want to be, what it is that I want to accomplish. But once you know who you are and you kind of you know, make a purpose for yourself, even if that purpose changes in a few months or a year, you know, mine changes all the time. But if you have something down, then you can work to refine it. So you kind of have to figure who you are first, figure that out. And then you can kind of look at any goal that you set and you say, okay, does that goal align with who I am and what my goal is, like who I want to be as a person? And once you get to know who you are, it's much easier to set goals because you can kind of compare and contrast, okay, does that line up with who I want to be? Um, and I think that goes in any sense, if that's emotional, relational, financial, um, it kind of carries over to every aspect of life, but until you know who you are, it's hard to know what you want to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's a great answer. And I think, you know, I, I get that question sometimes, uh, with respect, like, I don't know what my money goals are and things like that. And I think, 
I think the first thing is, you know, you, you need to you need to just start thinking about it. Right. If you haven't started to think about it, of course, you're not going to know. Right. If so, you know, I always say just start like it's the environmental thing, like start consuming more content around it. And and I, I swear to God, every single time it's just like those things will come to you. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I absolutely preach on this. I don't know if you saw this piece of content or not, but regarding goal setting, I tell people you are in the position that you're in now based off of decisions that you made in the last three to five years. What you were doing three to five years ago is what got you to where you are now. But you need to flip that around and realize, oh, shoot, like everything that I'm doing right now is setting me up to where I'm going to be in three to five years. And then you kind of have to question, okay, are the things that I'm doing right now beneficial to the person I'm going to be in three to five years? And are the goals that I'm setting now going to get me to where I want to be in three to five years is what I'm doing aligning with that vision. And you kind of have to refer back because if you're not planning for later down the road now, I mean, what are you really doing? Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I did, I did watch that night, you know, three to five years ago, I was switching programs in school and I, and I thought about that and I was like, shit, man, thank God I did that shit. Cause I was, I was, cause I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm where I am and I'm, you know, I'm not like fucking in the mountains or anything like that, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very grateful. I'm very happy. And, and it was, it was a good decision. And like, that is so key. It's like, think about three to five years ago, the decisions you made, you're the manifestation of that. So like you said, reverse engineer it and, and sort of put in the, that's awesome. You know, we're talking really high level right now. What are, what are some of your tips for short-term goals? What, what's your opinion on like smart goals, uh, you know, more tangible sort of like short-term things? How, how does that ladder up to the big vision? How do you kind of um, bring it all together? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really hard to have just one or the other. You can't just have short-term goals or just have long-term goals. Granted, you can, but that's not what I would recommend. Um, and I find that to get to those long-term goals, you almost need the short-term goals. And the reason I believe that is because I always accompany my goals with rewards. Um, and the way that I look at it, motivation itself is hard to come by sometimes. And a lot of people believe that motivation is this feeling, but it's actually this like intentional drive that you have to create. Um, and that really comes into play with goal setting because you don't acquire motivation by just getting the feeling. You actually acquire motivation by starting something and then getting the feeling that you get from finishing maybe that one small task and then harnessing that and then using that to be the thing that launches you towards your next goal. And you kind of make that into your motivation of like, okay, it feels good to get this done. I have the strength to keep going now. And then you kind of turn that into a loop and that's what's going to keep you going towards those other goals. So that's where the short-term goals come into play for me personally. Um, and I think it's this way for everybody too, is that you kind of, accompany those with awards. So for me, for example, I do a lot of goal setting with my social media because it's very strategic for me. So if you can see this board, I'll take you over there so I can kind of better explain it. Oh, I have yeah. everything up into long-term, short-term and reward categories. So my long-term goals are the big sticky notes in pink. Um, and then I have short-term goals pasted on here on kind of smaller sticky notes. But under every goal, like under every stick, you know, I have a little reward sticker. So that way, when I physically look at, I have my board separated into two sides. So this side is like my goals to be stuff that I want to accomplish. And then when I accomplish those goals, I move them over to this side so I can then see all the goals that I've accomplished. But with that being in mind, it's important to have these short-term goals 
because these big ones, like the longer term goals, this is stuff that might take two years to complete. Um, so for me to have this and to see like, oh, every time I, you know, get a hundred thousand followers on my account or whatever, I can move a goal to this side of my board and see that I am indeed accomplishing something. And then there's little rewards as well that come with that. So it's kind of like a reward system as well. So you can kind of look at it. And when you have those short-term goals, potentially those add up to turn into your motivation and your drive to get to those long-term goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That, and that's that's so great. I mean, you have a whole system um, of, of goal setting. So, you know, how, what, what's your advice for people to get started? Like, do they need to have a big vision board? Like what, what's your sort of like uh, day one advice for people? Yeah, um, you can go a lot of ways with that. To be honest with you, I think the most important thing is just to get a pen and paper, write something down. Um, because I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they're just like too intimidated to even start. It really doesn't matter. You just need to be doing something. As long as you're doing something, you're a step ahead of where you were before when you were doing nothing. Um, and I think the key thing is just getting even if it's just one, two, three little goals, getting those down on paper and putting them somewhere where you can see it. And it's truthfully as simple as that. And once you look at it that way, it's like, look how much more inclined you're going to be to get that stuff done. And it all really comes down to that is that it doesn't have to be complicated. Mine's complicated because I'm a very complex thinking person, but it doesn't have to be just a goal, you know, um, and everybody is going to respond to that differently. But for me, I love to see it with all the complexity and I love to really read into it. But for somebody else, they may only have, you know, five minutes to put into this. They may work nine to five every day. They may not have a lot of spare time, but they really want to conquer some goals. You want to get a pen and paper, write it down. You're good to go. Just put it somewhere you can see it. Keep it simple. And I think as long as you do that, you're a step of a step ahead of where you would have been without it. Right, right. And that, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, what are some of your favorite books around some, some of the stuff that you recommend that you've read, uh, kind of just or pieces of content, whatever, um, that you love and you really think that people should be gobbling up? <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of my goal setting content, actually, although I do love my books, a lot of it has come from courses that I've taken. I think that there's a lot of benefit to a college education. And granted, I understand not everybody has access to that. And thankfully, we have a lot of resources like YouTube, libraries, books, things like that, where even if you don't have the financial assets to maybe get that education, there are plenty, plenty, plenty of ways to get that, even if it's for free. Generally, people have access to internet. You have a way to access YouTube. And I guarantee you, if you start looking, you're going to find stuff out there. YouTube is a great resource. Um, but when it comes to actual physical books, for career stuff, I actually have this with me right now. There's one called Entry Level Boss. It's a nine-step program, basically, to teach you how to get into any career field that you want, how to best prepare yourself. This one's really good. When it comes to goal setting, I've been using the Self Journal by Best Self Company. They're really good. It's a little bit complicated if you're getting you know, just now into it. But if you're really interested in goal setting, this book is worthwhile. It's a 13-week program, but it's all about goal setting. And they send you a little guidebook and then a physical journal. And then as for literature, let me think. That's kind of a hard question. I have like a million books. I really like Gary Vanderchuk. He's cool. He has a lot to say when it comes to like goal setting um, and just kind of crushing it in general. That's one of my favorite books by him. And that one was surrounding social media. So it was really relevant for me. Um, but he talks a lot about consistency in social media. And he kind of goes through in his book called Crushing It. He goes through different social media platforms, how you can utilize those to accomplish your goals. 
Um, but I think there's countless, countless, countless resources, especially even if you just go to like a Goodwill bookstore, you can find information anywhere if you're looking in the right Right. places. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know what? I've honestly just been crushing Gary V, the uh, Daily V, like I've just been ripping his podcast like crazy. Uh, this, this, this past two weeks, actually, I've, oh, I followed him for years, but like, I've just been really into, him. <laughs> um, you know, cause, cause like I, I'm trying to grow this podcast on social media and like he, he really, I mean, he's, I didn't even know Vayner media was as big as it is until I started listening to his podcast. And like, it's like a big, big agency. Like they deal with like PepsiCo and, and fortune 500 companies and like all kinds of crazy stuff. So, um, you know, yeah, super, that's super great. And like, uh, you know, obviously those other books are amazing as well. Uh, you know, that's really most of what I have. I have one more question for you. Uh, you know, what's, and I mean, I think I know the answer that you'll say, but what's the one thing that sets apart people that are successful in life versus, um, maybe not, uh, you know, keeping all things constant, obviously everybody has different circumstances, but what's the one sort of, um, thing that sets uh, people apart? Um, there's a lot of ways you could answer that. I think you could say that it's goal setting. You could say that it's motivation, your mindset, but truthfully for me, I think it all comes down to your open-mindedness and willingness to learn. Um, and I think it all comes down to learning because if you're not willing to learn, your life's not going to change. Um, if you're not willing to learn, you're not going to improve your motivation. If you're not willing to learn, you're never going to get better. Um, And I think no matter who you are, one thing that we all have in common is that we don't know everything. There will literally always be somebody else, no matter if you are Albert Einstein or somebody off the street, there will always be somebody else next to you that knows something that you don't. Um, And I think it's critical that you are open-minded to listen to what people have to teach you. I know that there's definitely something you could teach me. There's definitely something that I could teach you, you know, and it all comes down to people's willingness to learn from other people. That's amazing. And that's a fantastic answer. And I've learned a ton from you just from speaking to you. So 100%. uh, Thank you so much for that. Where can people find you? I mean, uh, what sort of what are you most on? What do you how do you how can they ask you questions? Like kind of just share that? Yeah, so I would say my biggest base would be on TikTok. My username is k.womp, W-A-M-P. Um, and then I have the same username on Instagram. I'm available on Instagram if people need to openly chat. They're, you know, you're free to open through my DMs like I usually answer. Um, and then that's but more for like specific questions for business resources. You can go through my email. It's in all my bios. It's very easy to find. Um, but yeah, I do podcasting. It's linked in my bio on TikTok, I believe. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music. Kicking it with K Womp is my podcast. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Other than that, my basically my main thing is Instagram and TikTok, and then my YouTube as well is just Carissa Wampler. Cool. Okay, Carissa. Well, that's all I have for you. Thank you so, so much for sharing all your insights. Uh, Really, really great stuff. And I really think that, um, you know, a lot of people are going to love this. And I think it's applicable to pretty much anybody in any field. Uh, So thank you so much for sharing uh, your findings and, and things like that. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed being on the show. 
So there you have it, guys. Again, Carissa, it was such a pleasure to have you on the show. I mean, she's she's such a sweetheart and she's so knowledgeable uh, and, and passionate about psychology and goal setting and, and vision and all that kind of stuff. Um, and again, like I literally, um, you know, watch some of her content and I'm so inspired, um, you know, especially the vision stuff. It makes me like, fuck, like I really want to map out like where I want to be in three to five years, etc. So really great stuff. Again, guys, you can check her out. I'm going to link all of her stuff in the show notes as well really quick guys again i really think you should check out wealth simple you know i'm always talking about investing and how it's it'll really benefit you guys and and it'll get you started down the path of financial independence really um you know build towards a life that you really want to live and wealth simple is a platform that can help you guys get there uh, there's two that i really think will help you in general wealth simple invest uh, which is automatic you just put the money in and they manage it for you and then there's wealth simple trade uh, which is you know free ETFs, stocks as well. Uh, so again, to, to put all of this stuff that we talk about on the show to practice, I really think you guys should go check out Well Simple Trade or Well Simple Invest and get started. I'll leave the link in the show notes below. But that's pretty much all I have for you guys today. So I really hope you enjoyed the interview. Go check out Chris's stuff. Go sign up for Well Simple. I'm a plug all day. Um, and I'm going to talk to you guys in the next one. But for now, I'm out. Oh, I almost had it. But for now, I'm out this mother... Whoa! <laughs> Damn it! But for now, I'm out this mother piece! <laughs> <laughs>